Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Dude, I had such a bad sinus headache yesterday. It was like I woke up and it was just like, it's, you know, it's like when you wake up and you have like that brick that's like pressing up against your forehead mm-hmm. yeah and it's like i took some nasal spray thought that might help nothing i was like well it's sunday and then i wrote a couple of things for the the site and then i was like all right i think i'm just gonna go lie down and you know see if i can sleep it off and then i slept for like another hour woke up i felt fine and then i got out of bed and it came right back and i was like mother fuck um so i ended up taking some uh uh, extra strength. Oh, Excedrin. I took that like migraine strength, um, Excedrin. Mm-hmm. And, um, then you said like, Hey, I'm going to be a little late. Um, and I was like, Oh no, you know, if you want to just set the whole thing for tomorrow, that that's fine with me. And then by about eight o'clock, it like had subsided. And, uh, but we're going to supposed to get like supposed to be bad Santa and winds on Wednesday, Tuesday night into Wednesday. We're supposed to, it's actually going to be fire danger again. I was like, Oh yes, it's that time of year. Yeah, my my daughter was not having a good day yesterday. Um, she has she's the only one that has bad allergies, mm-hmm. and I always know she's gonna have a bad day if I have the sniffles. Mm. <laughs> like if I'm just kind of like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was having a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, but made cookies today, and those cookies came out pretty good. Pretty good. Go. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh. Cookies, cookies are are always better when you make them. I feel Some, if you make them correctly. Well, um, yeah, and sometimes, sometimes, uh, some some there's some cookies. There's this brand at freaking Smart and Final that's like crack. Um, they're always like they're twice the thickness and like the width of like the cookies you get anywhere else. And every time you get them, they're like super soft. And like the chunks are literally like chunks of actual chocolate, not chips. They're like chunks of actual mm-hmm. chocolate. It's like who sat there and scraped the fucking Hershey bar? That's what I want to know. But who, um, who was going to work on these <laughs> Whoever, I need whoever was paid to do this isn't getting paid enough. Exactly. That's it, really what, how how it's working. But yeah, so I made those myself, and you know, I came out with about almost two dozen. I think because I did two cookies that were actually a little bigger, and yeah. so I was like, all right, so. You know, 22, that works. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, it works. I'll make some brownies tomorrow and do that because I've been kind of craving sweets and, you know, with money as tight as it is, I was like, hey, you know, I could make this shit. And uh, yeah, I, I learned how to cook a lot of stuff when money got tight because huh. you just it's just so much cheap. It's just time. You're just paying with time. Yeah. You know, we got we got plenty of that. <laughs> so and like they would say, like, you can use um 
instead of using like you know when they give you like the sticks of butter to use or they're like oh you can use margarine sticks um and uh i was like so the 99 cent store you can get like four um four blocks of uh, of um margarine butter for like a buck 50 and then the cookie mix itself was like 2.99 i think margarine's gross i just get butter yeah it's yeah but it was like uh, you can use butter or you can use margarine in there and I don't know. It tastes fine to me. I've used regular butter before and I've had to, it's like, yeah, if you have butter, you know, be sure to soften it. Put 10 seconds in the microwave. I did like 30 because that thing was like, this is still a fucking block of fucking. Shit was bricked up. Dude, I was like, I should have looked like fucking, um, um, what's his name? Um, guy that plays Drax. You know, I should, with the amount of stirring I was doing to try to get that butter kind of broken up in that thing, I should have fucking had arms yoked out i should be like look at these 20 inch pythons you know <laughs> brother, <laughs> brother. <laughs> when i put the cookies in the in the oven i literally ripped my shirt off i got you for three minutes <laughs> you're going nowhere <laughs> Stop <with> you, Slim <laughs> i came here with uh i came here with chewing gum and or to kick ass i'm all out of chewing gum <laughs> I need to watch that movie again, Army of Darkness, bro. I haven't seen that in a minute, and I love that movie. It's it's been a minute for me too. I've been... It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I think I've seen that movie ten times. <laughs> I, I fucking love that movie. That's a lot it, it for you. A That's a lot for him. you. Yeah, because I usually I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> but, oh, um, oh yeah. Well, let's get to the the opening. I'm sorry. Go work. ahead. Um. Well, I mean, Kevin Conroy. Right. Um, That's more important than what I was going to say. That's why I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get the sad thing out of the way first. Um, yeah, I was really kind of like shocked when I saw it. I mean, I kind of heard that he was sick, you know, but, um, you know, but I didn't know it was cancer. Yeah. And, uh, and then when I heard he passed, I was like, fuck. And, uh, although it was really, really cool seeing just, how everyone reacted to it you know like that tweet that i sent you the one with the joker holding batman's cape saying goodbye old friend mm-hmm. um that one i first saw when um james gunn uh put it out on instagram and i was just like i was like bruh <laughs> like and one guy goes you know he goes if you're he goes follow me on this if you're a baker for 30 years he goes, or he goes, you bake things for 30 years. You're a baker. If you build houses for 30 years, you are a construction worker. If you're Batman for 30 years, you're Batman. <laughs> I was like, right, exactly. I know. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was Batman. And, uh, you know, a lot. Of, I mean, it was, it was cool that he got to kind of finally personify bruce wayne when he did that crossover he when he took part of the crossover of um of uh the whole arrowverse thing and he actually got to be like the shattered bruce wayne and um it was really kind of cool it'll be like so he finally got his due you know he had been you know the voice but this time he actually got to legitimately personify bruce wayne there was a clip i got it i kind of i never saw it yoga hosers the one that uh kevin smith did there's a little um a little scene that he threw up on twitter and it was 
um, Kevin Conroy doing a cameo and uh, yoga hoses. They're supposed to be like a Canadian uh, mini mart. Yeah. And it stars his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. And he comes in there with some younger guy and he goes, give me a something, um, something but it was a pack of cigarettes. And the girl just kind of grabs it, puts it down. And he says, these are lights. I didn't say lights. And then they both were like, oh, we're so sorry. You know, like that. And he just looked <laughs> and he just looked at him. He goes, you know what? That's not very Canadian. And then he puts his, he takes the cigarettes anyway. And he goes, come on, Robin, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I saw, I started cracking up. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. But I think the thing with, with Kevin Cronroy though, is um, he was such a nice guy. Yeah. Like he was very kind. He, there's never been, never been a controversial thing said about this man. Like he's always been very nice to the people he's worked with and this and that. Also, out of all this time of being a giant, not that it matters, of course, but I did not know he was gay. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't find that out until a few years ago that he was gay. But he, I, but he apparently he had been open about it, and they said it it cost him a lot of roles because he was gay early on. Well, back then, yeah. yeah. Um, I probably didn't notice because I was a kid when, you know, and, and I don't really give a shit, I guess, yeah. but it, um, yeah, they were, they were definitely, um, throwing that into every article I read about it. And <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, on, started on the stage, you know, yeah. I think, I think he was, he was just a good guy and the definitive, bro, the Arkham games. Oh my God, dude. I just, I just played through Arkham Origins. <laughs> Oracle is <laughs> so fucking good. Um, what it's it's funny too because like um, uh, what was it? The um, hear, hearing him, but a lot of people were bringing up that he was the first person to do the dual voices, Batman and Bruce Wayne. But, yeah, he had a different he had a, a different voice for Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and you know? I was like, you know, because all I kept thinking was. You know, swear to me, you know, that, that yeah. one, you know, that one. But I was like, going, oh, yeah, he was the first one. And then I started thinking about the other Batmans and the cartoons and stuff like, like that. Like he and, and if you think about it, he really Bruce Wayne in that cartoon, which is way, way better than it really should have been. Like that cartoon is amazing. Yeah. Um, Bruce Wayne and Batman are completely different characters. You know, there's some times where Batman kind of throws a smile or whatever. It is a kid's show. But. Like even the way the just the the cadence everything is different. There's been times where he's Bruce Wayne and he hasn't changed yet, and he starts talking like Batman because he's doing something, and you can tell you can tell the difference. It's crazy. Yeah, like it's, he was so good at that job, and it's and to think that was his first um, voice acting role. I think there's a there's a documentary about him doing that, and I want to see if I can find it. Um, but I, I am the proud owner of every episode of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, I noticed um, on I noticed on torrent sites uh, the Batman the Animated Series was very high on the list of well, like, you know, people downloading. I'm not saying where I acquired it from. I'm just saying, you know. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm rewatch. I started rewatching it on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, the it whole. is a really good show. Like even if you're not, I mean, there's still a lot of people that won't watch cartoons. That's because they're idiots. And like cartoons are for kids. I'm like, bro, it's just a different art form. Like it's there are cartoons for kids, just like there's live action movies yeah. for kids. Well, you that's, know? that's the funny thing. Like that's the, the funny thing that I, I, I realized with like because this came out 
mid nineties, early to mid nineties. The bat- late late. 90s. Yeah, it was. No, I'm sorry. Early. Yeah, you're right. Early early nineties. Yeah, because I remember there was that whole WB block, you know, cartoon mm-hmm. block where it was. Yeah, like, this the Batman animated series started the WB's domination of animation in the nineties. Yeah, and um, I remember like because I would watch fucking tiny tunes and then i watched animaniacs and then later i saw like i was like oh they did a new batman one and i remember watch, watching it going oh dude so keep keep in mind i'm also in my like late teens early 20s yeah. when this came on and that was also the prime target for the for the batman animated series and i remember watching it going, wow that looks so 30s like the old 30s types of cartoons yeah. that they did and then the voice acting and then finding out you know it Mark Hamill was doing the Joker in that one and you know all these other actors were actually doing the voice acting and I loved the 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 messages by um oh god I always forget her I don't know why I forget her name um the one that the one that voiced Harley Quinn um Tara Strong Tara Strong Tara, yeah, Tara, Tara Strong. Strong you know where it was her and and um her sitting there and and, and uh uh Kevin like laying across her and they're at a con taking a picture together and then like seeing Mark Hamill taking a picture with him um and the, when they first were doing the the animated series and uh watching it and going like damn this is cool and then they did the Superman one like right after that they capitalized on that and did the Superman one which I think Tim Daly did I thought he did a good I thought he did a good Batman Tim Daly he did, did a good Superman he did an amazing one. Superman yeah and and I've I've heard some people say that he was he was i'm like he wasn't good or whatever i'm like you're a fucking you're a madman stop it like he was he was amazing yeah because i was just about to say it wasn't just batman anyways he went on to the superman show went on to justice league justice league unlimited um batman beyond all, all through yeah. the 90s you know and i watched every single episode <laughs> of every single one of those shows uh, and so. it was um yeah I, I yeah but the whole cartoon thing is weird to me like even cartoons for kids like Pokemon, I'll sometimes watch a couple episodes of Pokemon. It's it's firmly for children, but it's it's funny, like because it's for '90s children. You yeah. understand my you understand yeah, my drift? Also, it's saying. also for '90s Japanese children, which <laughs> makes it even worse. Like there is a <laughs> there's a part early on, I think it's the first or second episode where Ash. Um, who's the main character if, if someone's been living under a fucking rock for <laughs> um he um i i can't remember exactly what was said but misty says hey, well maybe you need my help and he basically just like he's eating doesn't even look at her and he's like how would you help <laughs> like it's just a little <laughs> tone and shit it's just like this is so good first of all 90s anime is superior to all anime on the planet i'm gonna keep it 100 the art style ridiculous i think pokemon actually started the downturn of the art style getting a little more simple yeah um but speaking of pokemon just real quick i'm gonna throw this in here um 25 years after pokemon debuted ash ketchum has finally won the fucking championship he is now renowned as the number one Pokemon trainer in the world. It took him 25 <laughs> years and he's still 10. I don't know how the fuck he, <laughs> he's figured that out. Um, but yeah, but anyway, um, I will say the Kevin Conroy thing hit me a little bit. Uh, just, you know, grew up listening to the guy and watching all the stuff he did. And those cartoons were a big deal for me, you know, fucking poor kid who didn't have much. Um, yeah. And my, my, my morning and, 
cartoons and Saturday morning cartoons and stuff were really a big deal to me. So I thought that was, uh, you know, it kind of hit me hard. But, um, you know, we move forward. People pass away. It just is what it is. You know, if you needed a if you needed a pep talk, it is what it is. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I heard that you single handedly made the world a better place. Um, you know, yeah, I, I such I, an idiot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so let me say this before we say about this fucking Doctor Oz situation. I used to make fun of Steve. Okay, Steve loves to check people on Twitter. It's it's like a pastime for him. I only go to Twitter. To see who Steve is making fun of. It's literally <laughs> the only reason I go there. <laughs> I don't care about anybody else. And uh, this Dr. Oz cat. And it was always the same dig. <laughs> anytime Dr. Oz said anything. But you live in New Jersey. You're not from Pennsylvania. And I would like it. And fucking like, it was so funny. But go ahead. Tell tell, tell the, the great state of. the. I'm sorry. The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um. <laughs> How you have made their life better. Well, in, in all honesty, um, you know, like, I, I, I like, I, I've told some people, you know, they're like, good, you know, they would mention that I would talk shit. They go, well, what are you going to do now that you can't talk shit to Dr. Oz? And um, I'd be like, you know, I don't feel I deserve credit for taking it, but I'm going to take it. Yeah. I mean, I'll, and there's always people to talk shit to on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. There's always somebody. I mean, there's Elon now and, you know, and, and it's been kind of weird because since that, um, Red Ripple, um, happened, uh, <laughs> um, the, the lot, red raindrop. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. the red, the, the red California drought, uh, that we had that oh they, God, there was <laughs> so many. If you were a Republican, are you okay? Like, it was seriously upsetting. I was like, Jesus, they really, and it wasn't even, it was a normal thing, but they were so like, oh my God, this is our year. And it's like, nah, it really wasn't, bro. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like, I mean, um, I kept, I, I, I have been talking shit. Well, the thing with Dr. Oz is every time Dr. Oz was like, oh, you know, I went to this place and, or like, you know, these people are doing this, you know, and I'd be like going, well, yeah, but, yeah, he was total carpet bagger. And, you know, he would say something about, um, Pennsylvania. And I was like, well, maybe you should have tried to run for ginger in New Jersey. You know, and I would always throw the fact that he, he's from New Jersey. Didn't he lose in a huge upset too? Yeah, he did. See, the thing a- is, is, Especially in New England, that carpetbagger shit don't fly. Like if you you're not from that neighborhood, fuck off. <laughs> no one's gonna vote for you, or at least went to school there, like yeah. and move there or something like that. My last dig was the day after when I and I tagged Oz in this, and I said, I go, maybe the big reason that Oz lost is because people were looking for him in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, the people in New Jersey were voting for him yeah. as a right, and they were confused. I, some somebody posted on twitter they go yeah i went and voted today and i felt pretty good with my vote and then some older lady came up to me and asked if i could help her find dr oz on her new york ballot she goes it's time for some day drinking <laughs> and i was like jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah i um i don't know why anyone thinks that's okay like you cannot represent a people if you don't you couldn't even be bothered to live with those people yeah. Even I mean, live in the rich neighbor. You got money. You got money. But don't fuck off. You know that's that's <laughs> such trash. And we've had people try to do that in Arizona too. Oh, we have some people that did it here in California too. Yeah, we'll have people come. It's usually either someone from California, 
or it's someone from Texas. So it's some from the big representatives of both parties, is yeah. essentially. And they'll come here with with all this like, oh yeah, fucking there was this one Texas dude when I was younger. We had a big ass hat. He's all fucking. Nah, I'm from Texas. Ugh. He didn't keep it a secret, you know. And neither the California people have come over, and they're always they lose so fucking bad. It's well, embarrassing. Well, I mean, you know, people like sit there and go, "Yeah, Doctor," it's like Hillary Clinton did it. She yeah. mo- she she upped and moved to New York. Out of all places, she moved to New but York. But at least she moved there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> still, it's a little carpet baggery, but you can't commute. <laughs> to be to, to represent the people that's weird well, some people were going online and going like hey dr oz was here but if you look he's it's only like an hour away from where he lives in new jersey <laughs> they would keep mapping like how far it is from new jersey and uh i'm just like you know like everybody knows what you're doing dude it's like come on and listen when president joseph biden grew up in scranton that's we all know it we all know that we all know the scranton story (laughs) you know what's funny is some republicans were talking shit a long time ago he always brings up scranton i said first of all you guys do that too yeah i said second of all every single one of us do that i bring up boston way more than i should (laughs) it's just like a natural thing like you're just like why you know where i'm from blah 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 blah. you know it's okay to be connected to where you're from steve brings up la all the fucking time I don't ask for it. I don't require it. He brings it up. But he deserves it. But that doesn't mean he doesn't deserve it. And it doesn't mean I don't respect it. Okay? Um, Because I damn well know that sometimes when I go, well, in Boston, Steve's behind this fucking mic going, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, okay, Affleck, calm down. How do you like them apples? Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, you know, it's it's funny, too, because, I mean, there, there is something to say that what the Democrats did broke a chain that hasn't happened since I think in like 20 years, 20, 30 years, uh, because normally the power, the, 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 the Congress shifts within the midterm of the first year of the sitting president. It happened to Trump. It happened to Obama. It happened to Bush. It happened to Clinton. Um, and, this it, it was so mitigated but the big thing that i was researching because i was like going where did this red tsunami red wave came from i mean I, I understood the blue wave and all that stuff but i was like where did this red tsunami thing come up and i was reading that a every every conservative website and and pundit was taking polling from this one group like media red media something red but they were actually a respected site, a respected polling site for years up until they said, I think like a couple of years ago, they started turning, they started leaning right. Mm-hmm. And they came up with this thing of that, oh, that, oh, this polling shows that the Republicans are going to take it. Now, to be honest, they weren't wrong. I mean, they weren't lying because normally, particularly now, because with COVID, with the lockdown restrictions, the vax, the environments, the whole 2020 shit. We kind of expected, I was already going to like, we're fucked, you know, let's, you know, we're fucked. Let's just, you know, see what happens. But then at the same time, I go, well, no matter what Congress, the Republican Congress does, we have a Democratic president. So he's not, he's going to veto half this shit that's going to come through. And anything that he wants to push through, he's just going to do through executive order, which it looks like he's going to probably do now anyway. But 
when that whole thing didn't, when all of a sudden I started seeing like, you know, oh, you know, it was, I think they said like it was going to be like two, two thirty. Said so there was a high number of Republicans and everybody, all the media seemed like, oh, this red wave, this red tsunami. And they, one of their people mentioned a red wave. So then suddenly everybody started saying, oh, the red wave's coming. All the, all the pundits, all the alt-right people, Trump, all of them started saying that. And Hannity said red tsunami. And the day after the, uh, the midterms, he was like, I don't know where this red tsunami thing came from. And the Daily Show went back and showed all the clips of him saying red tsunami all the way <laughs> leading up to the election. And so, I was so surprised. Like, yeah, they lost. They, it seems like they only lost by a couple of seats in the House of Representatives as it goes now. Um, at least that's projected. And they maintain control of the Senate. So to me, this whole thing of a red tsunami did one of two things. It either it won. And I think that's a combination of all these things. One kept people from voting, Republicans particularly. Because the same thing that seems to have happened here is the same thing that happened in 2016 when the media and everybody, even the right-wing media, said the, started talking about the coronation of Hillary Clinton. Everybody's like, oh, well, seems like she's going to win, so what's the point of voting? So it kept probably a lot of people at home. And if the Republicans did the same thing, they're like, oh, well, we're going to take, take it back, everything, well, fuck it, I don't need to vote, doesn't matter. But what ended up did happening, it for, for one insane reason or another it inspired the democratic base to get out there and say no fuck this shit we're not gonna we're actually we learned from 2016 so we're gonna go out there and vote and then also gen z like this is supposedly the highest number they said the number of gen z that voted either first time or you know consistently was enough to actually knock out most of the boomer vote they said it kind of canceled each other out and uh, which normally votes uh, conservative. So the numbers are still being racked up, but I've been reading a lot of these different things where they're saying that, yeah, the, the, the Gen Z crowd, because I was reading a lot of articles that were saying college campuses were flooded with people voting. Well, yeah, it, it, it ring. It feels like back in the day yeah, where the college kids are stepping up and being a little bit more active. And I've said it before, the, the current generation is much more in tune with this because my generation, things weren't that bad. Right. So we didn't fucking give a fuck what was going on. And I mean, complacency is a very human thing. <laughs> you know, like if you ask me as a teenager, anything political, I was like, I don't fucking know. And the only time I ever knew anything was because of 9-11. And even then, it's just I just know what the president's saying. You know, I didn't know anything because no one gave a fuck. And, 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 you know? and, and one thing, too, if you were running for office around – you know, 2002, uh, 2003, you had to mention 9-11 at least 50 times. Absolutely. You know. Also, and I will say, in my defense, <laughs> you should have a democratic government where you kind of don't give a fuck. Like, you vote, but you're not worried about it constantly. Our government right now is broken, and the, the real thermometer of that is how worried we are about it all the time. Yeah, We shouldn't be worried about politics 24-7. It, it's not something that should occupy our minds this much, but it does because it's so fucked up. Like in my home state, thankfully, um, uh, Katie Hobbs won. Um, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> as, as the governor. Well, it's who I voted for, and I think she's not alone. So that works. 
No, I wasn't. I wasn't mocking you. I was just saying. No, right. It's like thankfully, it was literally fifty percent to a slightly higher fifty percent. Yeah, you know, and that kind of shit. Whether it's done on purpose or not, I don't know. A little conspiracy. Everyone needs ratings. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just saying that that kind of shit keeps you in this constant state of just fucking. My everything's gonna fall apart when it really isn't. Like even if Lake won. Things weren't going to fall apart. It just would have been w- kind of zany for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing would get done. I've noticed that when when a Republican wins or a MAGA Republican wins, just nothing happens. Yeah. It's everything stops because everything needs to stay the same. And it's like, but I want to like move to the future you know what i mean like there's stuff going on well that's the thing is like a lot of a lot of and some people were saying like you know what happened you know they go the republicans were talking about crime and they were talking about fentanyl and they were talking about you know food and gas and it's like yeah but a lot of people understood i think a lot of people understood that one you guys never have a roadmap and and for the last oh 20 years or so Every time the Republican has taken control of anything, the Democrat that takes over after has to kind of fix that. Well, there's no roadmap because the the current Republican, especially MAGA side, is so focused on creating this fear around what is currently happening. Yeah. And it's 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 this propaganda machine <laughs> that is very reminiscent of another pop propaganda machine <laughs> from the past. And we'll leave the names out for now. <laughs> right. But um it's it's not only dangerous it's just it's it's irresponsible because you're not doing anything you're just sitting there now let's say the democrats are over here fucking curing cancer you know they they get off their ass sometimes too yeah but they're at least trying like the democratic party currently is trying to get the um the debt forgiveness stuff ironed out for um student loans which would greatly help citizens in this country however it keeps getting blocked yeah um, they tried to make insulin, I think it was $35 for every single citizen in America, period. It didn't matter where you were from, what fucking color you were, what fucking pronoun you used, <laughs> didn't matter. $35 for insulin, beautiful. It was blocked by the Republicans. And it's to this point where it's like Democrats are doing it, blocked. And the Democrats do that too. They both do it. It's just usually you want the Republican stuff blocked, <laughs> but they both do it. You right. know what I mean? It, that kind of – they're just chimpanzees throwing shit at each other, and it's its not helping. You know, yeah. I now, mean if, if those MAGA Republicans were as invested in actually passing legislation, then instead of being on whatever news broadcast, having their own podcast, their own Twitch stream, if they were more interested – and I'm even going to include Ted Cruz in this one because – he has his own fucking podcast. Oh, by the way, did you see that uh that beer that got tossed at him during that Astros uh parade? That, yeah. And I'm like, for me, my first reaction was, was that beer full? Because why did you waste a good beer? The biggest fucking travesty this year is that the Astros won the World Series. Yes. Fuck, they got caught cheating during the series. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, anyway um, anyways. I don't even know how we got into a political rant. It seems to always happen. Well, it was um, because we started with Dr. Oz. But in yeah. any case, um, I'm not going to prevent people from saying this. But if you want to say the Lazy Geeks are responsible for Dr. Oz failing, 
I'm it's not going it's, it's, it's let's stop bullshitting. Don't beat around the bush. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. It's true. Yeah. You're welcome, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> you, you're not the most perfect state in the world, but at least you're better off. You're trying. Okay? You're trying. That's really what nothing it. but love for you. <laughs> and uh, send over a couple of Philly cheesesteaks because that fuck yeah. That my grandparents, my grandparents lived in um, Philly for a while. Um, well, not a while. I mean, five years. So that's we a, used to, in, in 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 Pennsylvania time. That's a while. <laughs> <laughs> we used to drive down there, and it's just Philly's got a different vibe. Yeah. Pennsylvania and the Philly area it's it's you know every place has bad I feel like Pennsylvania gets a really bad rap it's a lot of people like to call it like the south of the north like in an (laughs) insulting kind of way it's not it's fine dude Pennsylvania's cool um very working class spot but it would have been garbage with some New Jersey fuck (laughs) on high trying to make decisions you know I guarantee you he wouldn't have moved oh no he would have stayed in Jersey Somebody, somebody said, they go, I'd love to see him on the Senate floor hawking whatever thing, you know, whatever uh, uh, new, like, miracle drug. You know, it's like, I've yeah. noticed some of my 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 fellow uh, senators here look a little tired. Now, if you try this from so-so, I guarantee you 50% more, uh, more energy and a 50% longer erection. Then you'd suddenly, everybody <laughs> would, like, be, over, be running over around his thing, like, oh, let me get some of that. Well, I told I told my friends here. This is the last thing I'll say on Doctor Oz, but they were like, "Well, you know, what if he wins? I'm like, He's not going to win. It's it's literally impossible." I said, "What, what some of you people don't understand in the American Southwest is that in New England, people are proud of their state. Yeah, like the people in Pennsylvania love being in Pennsylvania. Most of them. <laughs> um, so they're not others are just stuck there for a little bit, <laughs> right? They're." Even if they don't like it, they're not going to let someone from the outside tell oh, them fuck something. No. Well, it's like the you whole know. thing we talked about, like, Americans talking shit about America, but when Brits talk shit about America, it's like, hey, yo, motherfucker. Remember the TikTok yeah. I sent you? It was like, hey, we really need to fix things. Things are <laughs> things ain't working, man. We're doing silly shit. And then some British dude's like, what? And they're like, shut the, the fuck up. It's like, who, who losing wars out here, motherfucker? What's <laughs> and immediately. That's one thing. If there's one good thing America's known for, is as chaotic as we are, if there's one big bad enemy and we all focus on that one, they're fucked. Yeah. Like like it, it's happened with um World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> like every time every time I'm reading history, you know, our filthy <laughs> fucking messy history. Right. You have those little moments like, oh, and then America got into the war. And I hear the theme song from Command and Conquer that because <laughs> we going, bro. You fucked up. <laughs> and then America came into the war. <laughs> Is that George Washington on an eagle? That's right. <laughs> what was the that uh, Ford commercial where they had the the Revolutionary War and he was driving a Charger? It was a Dodge commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, get the fuck out of here! But you know what? That's the most American thing I've ever seen. America. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, <laughs> one thing I wanted to say: uh, Did you hear about that guy that threw an egg at Charles and Camilla? I did. And uh, and you know what his punishment was? He's no longer allowed to carry eggs in public. <laughs> the traffic. <laughs> How's he going to buy eggs? That's, that's actually a big deal. Yeah, some guy, some guy on the newspaper says, 
Well, I guess that gets him out of going shopping. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I go shopping for you, Dalen, but I can't, I can't find the get eggs. eggs. I can't get the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put the eggs on the bottom, then, motherfucker. <laughs> you want me to go against a royal decree? <laughs> Pretty sure that's still important. Suddenly a British flag comes down. He's got the fucking uh, right. the, the wig <laughs> the wig on. He's in the a, gla- oh. a cup of tea fresh just floats from the sky into his hand. Oh, I was going to say British motherfucker. The there's planet. a there's a new Verizon commercial uh that has Cicely Strong who I love um talking to Ebenezer Scrooge about getting a plan and he's all bah humbug about Christmas. And you know who's playing him? Who? John Adams. Absolutely. Paul Giamatti's playing. I was like that sounds like Paul. I was like, "Fuck, that is Paul Giamatti." Paul Giamatti is fucking everyone. Okay, I love Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I started cracking. I was like, "Holy shit, he's in a Verizon commercial." That's awesome. By the way, um, Doctor Oz once said, <laughs> "Hold on." I said this, and then I took my glasses off to clean them. <laughs> the opposite of anger is not calmness; it's empathy. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I looked up Doc Tras and it had a quote from him. Too bad I was did. trying to see where he was from. Yeah, too bad he just made a bunch of jokes about a, a stroke victim. <laughs> I was like, he, wow. went, he went to the University of Pennsylvania, too. He also went to Harvard, but he went to the mm. University of Pennsylvania. Did he, like, <laughs> did he commute so he, there? <laughs> he at least lived there for a little bit. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Dr. Tras is a fucking idiot. So, Adam. Yeah. What did you do this week? Um, I saw Black Panther 2 or Wakanda Forever. And what is it called? It's Black called Panther. Wakanda Forever? Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I saw that. Not a full review, so I'll wait till Steve um, watches it. But I, I enjoyed it. Um, I felt it was a little longer than it needed to be. And it had a subplot that was pretty useless. Um, but it was good. I, I liked the movie. Action scenes were on point. Um, the respect they gave to Chadwick was very, very well done. Um, and there was an end credit scene. I think I, because Steve was telling me it was supposed to change the game. I think I'm missing it because I've seen that. I've seen that it has something to do with mutants and stuff, but I, I watched the scene and I didn't get it. Hmm. So it's probably mentioned a character that I don't know or something like that. Um, so, you know, there is a, there is a mid credit scene. There is no scene at the very end. Yeah. There's just the one. Um, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty long scene. Um, the girl Shuri or whatever, that's her name, right? Yeah. Shuri. Um, she's cool. Uh, she's very petite. And sometimes I'm a little, uh, for what she's doing, (laughs) right? but I get it. Superheroes. Um, if wonder woman can do it, so can she. So yeah, but she's got the suit. So, you know, that enhances things. Exactly. So, um, Chas- well, Chaswick Bowman didn't need the suit. I mean, in, you know, he no, didn't need the suit. He'd go out there naked. He'd yeah. fucking win. Yeah, exactly. I miss that guy. I really liked him as an actor, bro. <laughs> Me too. Um, but yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I went with, went with some friends, got sushi before that little all you can eat spot. And I also got sake bombs because there was a, there was a deal going on. You feel me? Uh, I kind of stumbled out of the sushi place. I thought <laughs> I was a Japanese businessman at that point. Um, rock round, baby. Of, rock round. <laughs> the thing baby. about sake though, is it will fuck you up quickly, but it fades away just as fast. Yeah. It's like Chinese food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, cause we went racist, but accurate. <laughs> we went there and I wasn't driving. 
which I'm my friends know if I don't have to drive, I'm not driving. So they'll usually without even me asking, them, okay, who's Adam going with? They'll already <laughs> know. I hate fucking driving. I don't want to do it. So um, I went with a buddy of mine. And um, after that, we went to Bookman's to use bookstore. And um, I on the way to Bookman's, I sobered up. Hmm. Like I was sober by the time we got there. It took like 15 minutes to get there. <laughs> so Zaki burns through pretty quick. Um, but yeah, I had a good time. It was nice to get out. I wasn't going to go because I'm always like, oh, we don't have a lot of money and I'm cheap. But my wife forced me to go. She goes, you need to go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. If you're going to twist my fucking arm. So. You're this close to wearing a tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, we also finished a house that we were doing some demo work on. Um, that was satisfying. Got a little change from that too. Yeah, I told, um, I told you all you need to do is stick a stick of diamond in there and just do it. It makes yeah, everything. Yeah, demo for real. Yeah. Um, I went in the back. So this place had an alley, which is not common for Arizona. Uh, Arizona, the old, huh? Arizona doesn't have alleys. The older neighborhoods do. The newer neighborhoods don't. Hmm. We we have uh, trash like buckets for the houses. Like they're big, they're bigger, and they pick them up once a week. You you wheel them out to the front and they pick them up because most of our developments are newer. So they they decided, well, we can fit more houses if we don't put alleys eh. basically, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this place had an alley. It was full of trash and disgusting. And I'm like, I don't know why we don't have alleys. Um, <laughs> and I had to throw some stuff out there and there's a stray dog out there. And I see, I'm walking out there and I see my daughter frozen, like just, terrified i'm like what's happening so i go up them what's the matter with you and i hadn't seen the dog she's like there's a there's a dog it's looking at me and i go what and i peek my head around the thing and the and the dog's kind of looking at her and kind of just a light growl just that like leave me the fuck alone growl right you know so i step out and i get loud because that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> i step out and go hey fuck off get out of here and the dog goes, <laughs> just took off the dog looked at you and went, the fuck you say, right? Where you from? Where you from, homie? Where you, th- yeah, you think you can roll up in this like, joint? Oh, and you're like, oh, shit. It's like, wait, said, there's a bandana I, around. Oh, fuck, let's get out of here. <laughs> the dog took off or whatever. And then um, we finished though. We weren't there for too long. Um, and what else did I do? I started playing Mass Effect, the... Um, the original? The original, but the the, re- the remastered The remix? Of it. <laughs> I've actually never played a Mass Effect game. Oh, really? Which is strange because I love Bioware games, um, but I was I was playing that and I was like, oh, this is cool. But then I also downloaded um, Dragon Age Inquisition, which I never got to finish because I had it on the PlayStation Four, and one of my kids stepped on the disc, <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of in a fantasy mood. Maybe I'll I'll fucking play that instead. Um, moving quickly through the things I did this week, uh, I also found out. <laughs> that um my washer and dryer that i ordered will be here on wednesday um got one of them newfangled ones that i can connect my phone to oh wow um yeah so it start, tells me i can like, start the laundry for <laughs> no you can it's fucking weird and i go the 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 person because we went we we went to home depot that's where we bought it from because my my mother-in-law doing me a solid she has a she has a credit card from there we're just going to pay it off um we went to Home Depot to speak to them, and then we just ordered it online um, because they didn't have it in stock. But she goes, I go, so what is this thing? And she goes, yeah, so you can, like, turn your washer on 
and your dryer on from your phone. And I go, does it put the clothes in the machine? <laughs> and she goes, what? And I go, I, I don't understand. Like, do I got to load it and put the soap in? And then I walk away, sit down, and then I can turn it on on my phone. And she's like, well, it's just, it's just like, she got confused. Like she didn't know what to say. And then I kind of felt bad for her because she was pretty nice. And I was like, well, I guess it's cool. Like if I go to the store, I'll know if it's ready. Or like it just it made no sense to me. Well, like I was like, I, I I see where you're coming from. Like I could see that, but I know there are some people that will load the load the thing on and go, oh yeah, I need to do something else, and then forget to yeah, turn never. it on, and then you know walk off of there like, oh shit, I got to turn it on, and then you can just do it on. So the I was like, it's not a bad thing. It's just, and I told my wife because when we were looking at washer and dryers, I was like, babe, why don't we just get this one's got two fucking knobs on it. You know what I mean? And you just fucking, it just cleans the clothes. Like, <laughs> it's not a big deal. But then she's like, well, I want one that doesn't have an agitator, the little post in the middle. Oh, yeah. And I go, yeah, that's true because we have a lot of people in the house and this and that. So she did her little puppy dog eye thing. And, which, she, and she blew me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, and I told her, okay, listen, you can get whatever you want as long as it's under budget. Um, and it's not a Samsung. Yeah. Go right ahead. Because Samsung appliances, for yeah. anyone listening, Samsung appliances are garbage. Yeah. The person at Home Depot told me that. My friend who's a handyman and fixes these machines for a living told me that. The internet told me that. <laughs> They're all trash. <laughs> and and, are, I, and I've, I've heard that from people that owned a Samsung thing. That, that Samsung, like Within a week, they had to have it getting replaced. And I had to tell her this three times because the thing about Samsung is they are the prettiest machines there. Yeah. They're gorgeous looking. But I told him, like, no, you can get any machine. You could not get a Samsung machine. That is the only – that's the only thing I'm telling you. <laughs> the staying within budget, you have to do. So I'm not telling you anything. I could just see her going, but this, and then just your hand comes down, smacks her across the head. Did no. I just say? What did I just say? Because <laughs> um, she thought I was like well, – she's like, you just don't like Samsung with your iPhone. I'm like, Lorena, we're not buying phones right now, sweetheart. If Apple had one, I'd say don't buy that either. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely tell you not to buy an Apple washing machine. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but then one thing. It connects to it, iTunes. <laughs> the one thing the app is cool about, though, is it will tell me when it's done. That's cool. Um, which is cool if I'm in the other room. Or um, the washer and dryer talks to each other. So they, they link together. Okay. And if you're washing clothes and you're drying clothes at the same time, something we frequently do here, um, it will time the dryer to be done when the washer's done. So it will, it, it will bring the heat up or down within the limits that you set, and it will sync that up. And I was like, well, that's, cool. that's kind of cool. Yeah, because then you don't have to like, oh, you finished the, the wash, now you got to wait for the dryer. And then yeah, like, like shit's not in the dryer getting fucking wrinkled too, right. or just whatever, you know? So I was like, that's kind of dope. I like that part, but it does it all on its own. I don't have to tell it what to do. Um, the one of the features I really liked about the washer was because dryers, who cares? It dries the clothes. It's all about the washer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, the tray that you pull out to put the soap, you can, it has different spots. So it has a spot for liquid soap. Um, it has a spot for those, tide pod things mm. that we don't use but it has a designated spot for it it also has a designated spot for if you want to use vinegar or something which lorena loves she loves to use vinegar all the time um because especially with these kids playing sports and shit that's like the best way to get stench out of your fucking clothes <laughs> um 
But yes, yeah, so we're excited about that. We haven't had a washer and dryer in about a month and a half. Um, and you know, I'm not, you know, first world problems and shit. But when you got seven people in the house, it can be, could be challenging. You know, yeah. if it was just me, I just run up to the fucking laundromat. It's not a big deal. But um, we were lucky that um, there's a washer and dryer at my wife's school. But it also meant there'd be a whole day where she's sitting there, you know, waiting yeah. for laundry to be done. <laughs> so as she should. Yeah, I know. mean, um, but what, what else is what me. else is her what else is her use? <laughs> for real. Yeah. <laughs> she goes. She goes. She goes. We're gonna get a new. We're gonna get a new. Uh, washer and dryer and i go oh where are you going <laughs> took her a minute and then she hit me so <laughs> she goes what did she say she because we, we got an lg lg washer and dryer and she goes um is lg an american company i said no it's a <laughs> um it's a korean com- south korean company and she goes oh so we're getting covid we're getting a <laughs> yeah she goes so we're getting a south korean laundry laundry machine and i go i mean that's they're cute i mean that's fine and she goes the joke's dead adam it's done you don't need, we can stop now i go all right <laughs> i mean if it looks like you know black pink you know we're, we're good Listen. <laughs> and if you have if you don't know who black pink is uh youtube it right now if you don't know who black pink is where are you <laughs> everyone knows who black pink is come on um, currently on, on the, uh, born pink tour, as my kids have told me about fucking times, they were like, when they come to Phoenix, can we, I'm like, they're not, they're not coming to Phoenix. It's not on the tour. And they go, Oh, why? And I'm like, because they're an international Phoenix. band. There's no point in coming here. American bands will come here, but not one that's coming from Korea. You know, they got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> they don't look at, they don't look like, Oh, we need to go to. We need to go to uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Chicago, Mesa. <laughs> you know, Mesa. Phoenix is the sixth largest metropolitan area in the United States. Okay, so you can quit, but I'm probably guessing they go where they have a big fan base. L.A. has a huge K-pop fan base. Um, and I, thought you were, to- I thought you were just going to say. LA has huge Korean population. <laughs> I mean, they do have that too. I mean, it'd be uh, there. It'd be it'd be there. It'd be San Francisco. It'd be Washington. You know, all in yeah. California. Uh, I was I was explained that California is the only thing that's considered West Coast by that fucking douchey guy that says every state's fucking shit on TikTok. <laughs> that isn't isn't California. I'm like, who is this dude? <laughs> he trashes every state and um. I see people in the comments. I'm like, <laughs> I saw someone in the comments because he, the way he talks, California is perfect. And and someone <laughs> in the comments was like, so you're obviously rich. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that uh, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, what did you get to get up to this week? Um, what did I get up to this week? Oh, I got the, I got the uh, despecialized Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's funny because like I've wanted them for a while, but every time I go to my computer to look for it, it I, something else happens, you know, like a goldfish. Um, and uh, so I finally finally got them, got hooked that hooked up into my Plex account, so all ready to uh, to stream as well as you know grabbing some other movies. I've been kind of trying to get a lot of my movies together. I just recently got Amsterdam, 
which was um, the new Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, um, and uh, Denzel's kid, Denzel Washington's son in that. Didn't do well, but I kind of thought it might be interesting to watch. Um, So I grabbed that movie. um, Updating some of my Christmas uh, movie viewing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. as well as trying to find Thanksgiving movies, but I've only found two. <laughs> the only Thanksgiving movies I have and know of <laughs> are the two Thanksgiving specials for Peanuts, the Charlie Brown movies. Mm, oh, yeah. Other yeah. than that, I don't fucking know. I have those. I have Planes, Trains, Usually and Automobiles. Rom-coms. Well, I have, the, I have the Charlie Brown ones. I have Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Right. Because that takes place going up to Thanksgiving Day. Um, and then I got this other movie that I saw uh, a couple years ago and thought it was pretty good as a home for the holidays and Holly Hunt. It's a movie. I think it was made in the late nineties, early aughts. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Was in it. And, um, uh, who else? Um, Holly Hunter. Uh, so I was get Holly Hunter, the way she kind of talks with that little lisp. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So I, you know, just getting some of the, those movies up. Um, oh, also saw the Weird Al biopic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, that shit is fucking hilarious. Um, if you go into it thinking like it's an actual biopic, um, first of all, you don't know Weird Al. Um, it's, is a parody of a biopic. There, the, the reason I think it was perfect is because I also remembered the behind the music Weird Al because he kind of did that too with that. It, um, if you guys remember, like in the early aughts, there was VH1 used to do behind the music and it would yeah. always talk about some mostly bands that or acts that didn't do well and had a hard life afterwards. And they, they, they did a couple of ones that had ups and downs, but they did Weird Al and Weird Al kind of, was it behind the music or E True Hollywood yeah. story? I think it was behind the music. Yeah, and he did kind of a parody of that. He's like, uh, there, I remember at one point when they do the teaser before the commercial, but he's like, and then I just, I didn't, you know, I had to get, it was like, did I get rid of two of my three houses or like just one of them? I just <laughs> didn't know what to do. Um, Daniel Radcliffe is fucking balls deep into this character. It's, and I didn't realize, like he takes his shirt off a couple of times and I'm like, holy shit, he's, this, ripped, he's yeah. ripped, dude. Like, you know, Voldemort, Better fucking be careful with her. That's all I'm saying. You better watch that. Mouth. You better watch. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, Anna and uh, Rachel Evan Wood plays Madonna. She does such a great job. Even her her voice, like the way she speaks as Madonna, it's really early Madonna. The way she, I has. was wondering if if it was she was going to nail it because Madonna did have a pretty distinct voice back then. Mm-hmm. The way she spoke, yeah. she, even now she always speaks weird. Yeah. Just, she tries I don't, to, she tries I don't to think any British of us have now. ever heard Madonna's real voice. Completely <laughs> <laughs> honest. Yeah, and, and she did really, really great job with it. Um, the The cameos in this movie were hilarious because, and when you realize the cameos, they're either obviously comedians, friends of Weird Al, or people that have kind of made their career after Weird Al because like at Weird Al is kind of like two of the guys from Lonely Island are in it mm-hmm. um, one of them plays uh, Pee Wee Herman and the other one plays um, oh god is it Frank Zappa or I think it might be Frank Zappa um, and uh, 
they had the guy that plays um, that played Polka Dot Man in Suicide Squad. He was also he was also the Russian guy in, uh, in the Ant Man movies. He played um, he's supposed to play uh, the lead guitarist for Queen. Like he introduces himself and everybody just kind of looks at him. He's like from Queen, and everybody's like, um, he's like. I play the guitar on Queen. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, like <laughs> Jack, no, sure, sure. Jack Black plays Wolfman Jack. Um, you just you just have all these people that are in it. It is fucking great. Rain Wilson nails Dr. Demento. Um, and I actually heard the story on that. Like they had somebody else, I think, to play him. But then something happened where the guy couldn't do it. And they heard Rain Wilson was a big Weird Al fan and, and you know, and Dr. Demento. And they asked him like, Hey, you know, can you be, can, do you want to, do you want to do this? And like the next day he was there, memorized the script and everything. It was like ready to go. And, um, and, uh, so, you know, the, the movie was, was super cool, was super fun. Um, I, it was so outrageous. I just kept cracking up. It makes Weird Al act like such a badass, such like a edgy kind of guy. The whole, the whole thing where his parents when didn't, we all know he's not yeah when his, <laughs> they, his parents forbid him to play the accordion and then his <laughs> his buddies go like hey we're going to a party you know they sneak him out to a party and it's a polka party like all these cool kids are playing he's like you didn't tell me this was a polka party it was fuck i was i'm crying because it's so fucking ridiculous i heard radcliffe said in an interview that um weird al gave him one note <laughs> yeah <laughs> that he needed to get better at playing the accordion. <laughs> yeah, that he had to he had to make it better. Yeah, and, uh, he said that he um in, in a recent interview he says one of his bigger regrets was that he should have let Radcliffe sing because obviously it's it's Weird Al, but Weird Al has that voice, you know, and it's it's very distinct. It, I think yeah. it would have took away from it a little bit. Yeah, um, but oh my god, it was I I I loved it. Um. I, it was funny too because yesterday, um, we were supposed to do the show yesterday. You guys obviously know this is a day late, but, um, Adam had buck s- short, bro. <laughs> always, um, <laughs> we're all, we're always scrounging for change on that part. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, Adam had something, you know, was demo in that house and he said it was going to be a little late and I, w- my sinuses were kind of killing me. So I just was like on, ah, let's just record it tomorrow. And, um, so I was feeling kind of like annoyed and a little down and stuff like that. And I was like, trying to figure something to watch and i was like oh yeah let me watch this one i want fucking kick me out of that like it was so fun to honestly watch. honestly send this is true too and i want to i want to make mention of this send steve um a lot of respect in the emails and the messages and stuff because when we miss a recording like we're late steve cares like he's like oh fuck i don't give a fuck i'll record when i'm available to record like I, the only the only reason i give a fuck is because i know steve gives a fuck and i give a fuck about steve that's about it but like i don't we're late we're fucking like y'all are right <laughs> like seriously steve is sees the show must go on okay um but uh but yeah so that was it was great fun to watch um uh but yeah if you haven't watched there's just one part in there where I mean, I'm not going to vote, but there's a little, a little Coolio character there <laughs> for like a brief moment. And I know he's had like the biggest beef with Coolio because Coolio says he didn't give him permission to do Amish Paradise or whatever. 
Um, but which he apologized for. I guess it was like this big misunderstanding. Yeah, because he said he thought he got it, and then he said he didn't, and then yeah, yeah, because you know it's weird. Al, what I heard, and there's many rumors around this, but from what I heard, is that Coolio did give him permission, but Coolio didn't know who he was, uh. <laughs> so he thought he was doing like a cover or something. That's what I heard. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's your fucking fault. Where you look up Weird Al, you'll know real quick what he is. And that Amish Paradise is probably more popular than <laughs> Gangsta that's Paradise. That's why. That's probably the real reason he yeah. got fucking upset. Although, you know, rest in peace to Coolio. You're right, that right. song is a classic. Come yeah. on. Um, and uh, dovetailing from my sinuses, um, weather's been fucking cool over here. We went yeah. from you know 105 degrees to now we're peaking at about 69. We're, I think today we actually broke 70 degrees at night. It's been getting to like 40. Um, so it's, it's, it's been kind of nice. We're actually dealing with that cold weather can turn all the fans off and, you know, actually, actually hear, actually hear all the creaks and shit in the house. Now (laughs) the amount of money I'm saving on the electric bill (laughs) is, is so intense because we haven't been turning on our air. That reminds me, I need to get the AC service before summer comes up. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, I love the winter. <laughs> it's not even winter yet. No. Um, I mean, it's been, I, what about a, a little more than a month away? Yeah. Because Arizona has like two seasons. It's either hot or it's not. <laughs> to me. Like people will say, oh my God, it's winter because it's so chill. I'm like, I mean, okay. You know, I need a hoodie. You know, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> you well, know I, what I, I mean? As I, as I usually say, you know, California has two seasons, hot and hotter. Uh, we do have two weeks of winter. That usually is right around Christmas into the new year. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's, it's in the middle of December, and it's this two weeks where I'll go outside and go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like because it's so. The problem with Arizona is so fucking dry here, mm. and it just cuts into your bone. You're like, my <laughs> bones are cold, bruh. But you just throw a hoodie on, you're good. Yeah, you know, I remember it being a lot colder when I was younger. So either it's getting hotter, or I got used to it. But um, it's like Andoria. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Like Shran out here, just taking a deep breath. Like, oh, you feel that cutting into you. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> All right, so with that, uh, we got a couple of quick news stories this week. Um, first off, uh, paid verification. What could go wrong? Um, <laughs> so, um. So Twitter has altered the rules for its $8 blue subscription service uh, to prevent new accounts from getting the blue check mark. The company clarified that the services help page that accounts created on or after November 9th will be unable to subscribe to Twitter blue at this time. Uh, the website also added that Twitter blue is only available on iOS for users in the U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK with plans to expand in the future. However, the, since this article was published, it's been updated to where it's not there anymore at all <laughs> um yep. the, while twitter uh didn't explain why it's putting the restrictions on new accounts the move comes as a number of impersonators got verified by paying for the service twitter's current lords and peasants system for who has or doesn't lords have a, a blue check mark is bullshit the website's new owner Elon Musk tweeted earlier this month before details about the revamped subscription service were revealed. Yesterday marked the launch of new Twitter Blue and allowed people to get formerly exclusive blue check marks for paying for its perks that included instant verification. The internet, being the internet, 
People quickly realize that this that they can pretend to be someone else and get that blue check mark that could help them fool unsuspecting users. A bunch of impersonators popped up on the website, including one claiming to be LeBron James, tweeted who tweeted that the basketball star was requesting a trade. A fake Nintendo of America account tweeted a photo of Mario giving Twitter the middle finger, while the fake Valve account tweeted about a new competitive <laughs> competitive platform. Twitter started uh, banning them after a few hours, and the new rule could help curb the number of fake accounts, but it's unclear how Twitter plans to address the issue going forward. It, can lock, it, uh, it can't lock new users out of Twitter Blue. While Twitter's blue check marks are now for sale, it's another smaller gray check, um, check mark reserved for public figures. And it start, started rolling out these official check marks yesterday, but it, it quickly pulled them, it pulled them down and will hand them out to government and commercial entities first. Um, also, uh, uh, Eli Lilly. The, it, it, it pulled the blue account after this article was written because this article that I read was written uh, on the 10th. And mm-hmm. in the Twitter world, a lot can happen in a couple of days. <laughs> Actually, yeah. in a couple of minutes. Uh, they ended up pulling the blue because somebody got verified as Eli Lilly and said insulin is going to be given out for free and caused their stock price to literally plummet. And Eli Lilly uh, came back and said, like, hey, this wasn't cool. Um, they pulled all their advertising revenue from Twitter um, until Twitter can get their shit together. A couple of other um, advertising um, companies like Coca-Cola and, and are pulling theirs because the company they deal with that does advertising for these says you can't do it because there's no way to tell between who's real and who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, so this is have it's starting to have real world impacts. Although I have been following the uh, parody account for uh, for Ben Shapiro, and um, I gotta admit, kind of funny, kind of funny guy. Really loves to um, really play on a uh, play on his uh, the fact that you know he said that he goes when my children were conceived, I was in the room. <laughs> was that <laughs> you know? And that he's never seen a woman naked. Um, <laughs> so it's a pretty funny account. I, I dig it. Um, but yeah, it's, I've been going on there. I've noticed since Elon took over, um, I've been getting a lot of spam e- DMs. Bro, I've been getting at least three or four, um, like bots become like following me. Yeah. A day. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, on the on the on the lazy geeks and and my personal one, like every day there's always two to three uh group messages saying about like, hey, you know, you want to earn fifty thousand dollars a week? Well, you know, you sign up for this. And it's just like going, Jesus Christ. It's like consistently every yeah. day there's always a couple. I'm like going, God, I haven't gotten these in a long, long while. And uh and then recently Elon Musk uh fired an engineer because he on Twitter, um, said something that was wrong and the engineer corrected him and Elon eventually fired him and then regurgitated what the engineer said, claiming that he thought that. So I was like, Oh, no wonder he's voting Republican. It's, it's very, it's very ego, you know? Um, 
He's the he's the kind of guy that should fund things and then put <laughs> someone else to run it. Right. You know, he's I don't think he has the 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 patience and maturity to to run a company like that. Particularly a social media company. Well, yeah, because everyone on social media is trying to piss you off yeah. all the time. You know, <laughs> so if you're not an adult about it, you're just going to be a raving lunatic. Like I'm my friends tell me all this uh, Elon Musk stuff because I I'm so I'm never on Twitter anymore just because it's such a fucking dumpster fire. And um, like I get on there to see what Steve said, usually. <laughs> um, and 90 percent of what he says is negative. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> God damn it. Um but yeah, it's it's uh, you know it is what it is. I will say this though, um, Twitter usage has skyrocketed. Um, very Howard Stern effect going on. Yeah, where you have people who love Elon Musk, or you have people who want to see what he's going to say next. Um, but we'll see how that how long that holds. <sighs> I don't know. I so part of me feels like he's trolling because he didn't want to buy it. Yeah. So now he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Like we have to, we have to put in perspective that this dude has so much money, he could tank Twitter, and he'd still be a billionaire. Well, well that was one he of the things. Care. Like he in a in a recent thing, he said he told Twitter people goes just to let you know, you know, bankruptcy is not out of the question. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, there is money to be made when a company goes under. And I would not be surprised if he does that to Twitter. Yeah, of course. And then he'll not, pro- Elon Musk isn't an idiot. Plus, he's just not to mention a bit he, of a child. Yeah, not to mention <laughs> that he's not playing with his own money. The Saudis no. and everybody else are involved. You know, so it's 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 just a mess. It's it really is a mess. And then I I I've seen people going, well, if Twitter's not a good place to be, what's a good social media? You know, what would be a great one. Just going outside. <laughs> just get off of social media touch like the, touch the grass a little bit most of social media is garbage like i i'll i'm on it sometimes like i'm following stuff but these people that are just like on it constantly it's not healthy like go make a real friend <laughs> you know like seriously like this is fucking weird but bro. real friends suck <laughs> the only the only social media i frequent i think the most is probably reddit but it's because you just follow the things you want to follow. Like, I well, Twitter's the same way, but no one ends up doing that. Everybody always follows the trash because they want to. It's like a gossip. Twitter's a big gossip mag. Um, Reddit, I'm following like retro video games and you know really calm, happy things. <laughs> I don't have drama in my life. I don't need the artificial drama that's found on the internet. So. But that's me. Yeah. It's my it's my advice to everyone. Just just get off social media. It's not it's not worth it. <laughs> Listen to podcasts more. There like the go. lazy geeks. There you go. You know. Um, um all right. What's the next one the on next the list? One, the next one I put on here is this because you just can't be a racist anymore. It's just you know, this 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 whole woke mob just won't let you be racist anymore. Sophia Rousing, a f- white former University of Kentucky student facing charges of assault in a racist attack against a black student is now permanently banned from the school. Rosine will not be eligible to re-enroll as a student at the University of Kentucky. The school president's, uh, the school president said in a statement, uh, shared campus-wide on Wednesday. The university initially suspended Rosine, a senior, I'm a senior, on a, on a interim basis after a disturbing video of her behavior in the campus re- resident hall was posted online over the weekend. In the video, which includes explicit language, uh, Rousing repeatedly hurls racial slurs at 
University of Kentucky's first-year student, Kayla Spring. Wow, that was a lot of risk for being a first-year, who was working an overnight shift at the desk clerk at the residence hall. Spring, who is black, can be seen in the video trying to restrain Rousing during an altercation. She asked Rousing to stop um, to stop more than once. Rousing repeatedly called Spring the N-word. Spring has also accused Rousing of attacking another student during the ordeal. Uh, Rousing was arrested on Sunday with, and charged with first and second offenses of public intoxication, third degree assault of a police officer, four degrees assault, and second degree second uh, disorderly conduct. The Associated, Repre- the Associated Press reported. She pleaded not guilty on Monday and bonded out of jail later that day. In the arrest affidavit, the officer said that at one point, Rousing claimed she, quote, has lots of money and gets special treatment, according to the AP. When I told her to sit back in the chair, she kicked me and bit my hand, the officer said. Surprised she didn't get shot. Oh, right. She mm. was, uh, that's right. She was white. Um, <laughs> Fred Peters, Rousing's attorney, said Tuesday that his client had planned to withdraw from the university over the incident and said she was, quote, very embarrassed and remorseful. Uh, uh, this university said on Wednesday, uh, in his Wednesday statement that the school is continuing to investigate the uh, investigate into the incident incident further charges could be forthcoming based on these investigations he says as a community working wholeheartedly to prevent racist violence we also must be committed to holding people accountable for their actions um so the link i have in the show notes actually doesn't include the video um but i believe they have a video on huff post but you could also go to leon lush on um on uh, YouTube, uh, you should go to him anyway. He's pretty entertaining, but he has the commentary video of showing the video of of this girl and other instances that she posted was drunk and you know says racist things, even though she claims she's not a racist. And I'm like, you know, if you go racist when you're drunk, you're kind of a racist. Yeah, you're just a racist. Yeah, yeah it's it's um, you know, think of a drunk college girl saying racist shit and he pretty much got the video yeah, um, but the thing was in that video that that uh that um rn was really like she had a lot of good composure she just, had a lot of patience yeah, yeah more patience than i would have had <laughs> she's like um, i i'm not getting paid enough for this i think is yeah, what she this, this shit was so funny <laughs> um but yeah I, and that and, and what you said is true it's all about accountability like it wouldn't this is when someone does something like this full just Give them consequences. As long as everyone's getting the consequences, shit will clean itself up. Yeah. Because that's the problem. Because um, during most of the 20th century, people like this didn't have consequences. So it goes unchecked. There's still, though, because some people were saying that she actually didn't, well, that she actually didn't live in that residency hall. So I, there's still it's drunk, it's probably yeah, lost, yeah, or fucking someone there, yeah. And and Leon Lesh himself said that he goes, he had been one. He goes, it sucks as a job. He goes, but yeah, you get people that come in there, don't know where the fuck they are. You got to lead them out and somewhere else, and yeah, yeah you're like the den mother, you're yeah, protecting everybody from foolishness. But um, yeah, big ups to the to to the uh, to the what do they call it? RN, right? Yeah. Uh, big ups to her for being patient because honestly. That's really what we need to do to combat this kind of silly shit is that if, you, if you're the victim and it's, it hasn't gotten violent and it's mostly verbal or, or just shoving around, try to be as patient as possible because especially if the tape's rolling, 
hmm. you're going to come out on top. Yeah. You know? Um, Unless it was Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction, pulls out a gun and goes, say what again? Say <laughs> what again? <laughs> <laughs> that's different. Um, and more entertaining. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a funny conversation um, with one of the kids, one of my kids' friends, um, where, where they're, they're black, the friend, and they go, why don't white people do this? Or why do white people do that? Or why don't white people do this? I said, you want to know the, the trick here that no one really realizes is that when you say black people, there's, there's, there's a level of unity there that we all understand, right? Black people come together as a people and they agree on things and stuff like that. That doesn't exist for white people because it's just a fake thing. You know, so you have white people doing this over there, white people doing this over there, white people doing no, no one gives a fuck about everybody, anybody. So you're never, you're, you scream into the ether about white people need to stop doing this. There's plenty of white people going, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, so it's, uh, it's, it's an issue. We really, racisms of every, of any creed need to be, um, weeded out because it's, it's honestly just getting fucking annoying. Yeah. You know, like, just knock it off. I honestly, I personally think, racism even verbal um when it's an, in an attack for well, you can say whatever the fuck you want when you're at home but when you're fucking screaming at someone and calling them racist terms and stuff you should get jail time yeah personally i i think it needs to be a little bit more severe because we're done with it. it's the 21st century let's fucking roll on and if that's your you know? and, and if you're drunk like you know people say like oh well, i'm a, a sad drunk i'm a funny drunk or you know bro i have been shit-faced I've been cross-faded. I've been whatever the fuck you want. And I have gotten into fights with people of all shades. And I have never used a racist term. <laughs> right. Even when people are using them to me. Yeah. I've never used and, a racist and that, term. And that's the thing. Like, that's that, that's kind of like, was my point is that, you know, I'm, for me, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a laughing drunk. I just, anything. I just, I start cracking up at. Um, but like never, once does it come out of like if you if you're if you're drunk and you just immediately start hurling racist insult uh you're a racist and it's just because you're in a situation where your inhibitions are lowered because you you because obviously these thoughts go through your head and if these thoughts go through your head but you have enough of a how do you call it a uh uh ability to censor those thoughts from actually exiting your mouth you know, at least well, to the public at large, you know, it's like, you know, you, you, you have those, but once you verbalize them, it's like, no, those, those thoughts are there. Yeah. And you know what? Look, I've known plenty of people. I know, I know this isn't the time nowadays to say this. I've known plenty of people who used to say racist shit all the time when they were younger and they've, they've grown as people and they don't do that anymore. And, and they're better people. Um, I know that's hard to hear from a lot of people nowadays, since we all know if someone said something 25 years ago, there's suddenly a demon spawn that should be fucking dragged through the street. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's just you need to be. It's not even about being conscious of what you're saying. Be conscious of what you think and really think about why do you think that? Because I know I've known a lot of people who say racist shit and they're just doing it because they hear it from someone else. Like it's whatever's commonplace in there, fucking, and then that develops into racism. It's like a disease that yeah. people catch. You know, it's like think for yourself. Like, why racism makes no sense? 
<laughs> it's literally a waste of energy. Yeah, it really it's does. living with extra steps. Why? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking stupid. You know, yeah, but um, like I said, big ups to the chick because she was she she was standing her ground. Like, she wasn't having it. Right. But she wasn't, you know, being a fucking lunatic because and I would fully understand if she did freak out and take a swing or whatever. I wouldn't I wouldn't think any poorly of her if she did because I would yeah. <laughs> I guarantee I would have knocked that bitch out. Like you're just if I was a woman, <laughs> let me throw that in there. Suddenly um, in, in, in his head, he would hear finish you. And it's like, real. Like, it was like, okay, it's, we're done. It's, cr- it's just like, I applaud. Like, I'm older now, you know, and I, I, I do the whole struggle. I don't fucking care. But when I was younger, bro, you couldn't be doing that, yelling at me. I would love it. Like, let's get in a fight. Fuck it. I'm bored. You know what I mean? Like, these people today are just smarter. They're better. They're faster. <laughs> better pizza, better ingredients, Papa John's. Okay? So. They're stronger. They're faster. Yeah, that's what I was doing, but I couldn't remember the rest of it, so I just I led into Papa John's. Which the CEO gets outed of his company for being a racist. Interesting, you know. Hey, it all comes together. It's a. It's all. It all. It's like the Marvel universe. It's all connected. Racism, and and the problem is, and and I do agree with this too. Racism is one of those things. If you are a full fledged, we can teenagers something. You still have time to fix your shit and right. sort your life out. But you got a full-fledged adult my age or whatever, and they're saying racist shit in public. Don't that, that, don't fuck with that person. Like don't That's ingrained. Like that. that's ingrained. They've already made they are a full <laughs> adult and they have made their decision. Exactly. That's a trash human being. We don't we don't need to deal with that. <laughs> you know, it's it is what it is. And then that goes for any color of person who's being trash. Like we all need to like figure out how to work together. <laughs> Or leave each other the fuck alone. Pick right. one. You know? All right. So I don't know how Steve and I keep this podcast going with the <laughs> racial tension that's in the room at every step of the way. That's okay. because I'm a professional. I you know, I do the show sober. The, my life I do drunk. I do my life drunk. Like you this do is the, the show sober. I do the show sober. It's it's weird. Um so but you know, outside of the show, I'm drunk twenty four seven, so right. Yeah. Uh, usually, usually it's a blackout, so I don't even know what the hell I'm saying half the time. I only remember this show. <laughs> no fucking idea what happens in between. <laughs> it's like severance. It's like you only know your life at work when you're there. When you off for the day, you don't remember work. That was uh, me at the sushi place when we got the sake bombs. I was pouring myself sake. My friend Gabby was across from me pouring herself sake. And at, at, we're both going, you're fucking drunk. You need to slow down. And we're drinking at the same exact speed. <laughs> we both were the you. only ones at the table that finished all of it. So they gave us all these little like they're taller little bottles of sake and then a giant beer and everyone left sake on the table. It's like, y'all wasted money. That was six bucks. Okay. I'll be a drunk before I leave six bucks sitting on the table. You're damn right. I might be an alcoholic, but I'm not a wasteful human being. Okay. All right. So the last news story of the day is going to be sometimes the universe is, is just amazing. Absolutely. You know, Alex Jones and his media company, InfoWars, has been ordered to pay an additional $473 million to Sandy Hook families for promoting false conspiracy theories about the 2012 school shooting, bringing his total damages up to nearly $1.5 
billion. Not even the Powerball jackpot would have been able to pay this off for him. Uh, according to AP, Connecticut Judge Barbara Bellis imposed the extra punitive damages on Thursday morning. In October, Jones was ordered to pay nearly $1 billion in a financial defamation trial surrounding the lies about the massacre, which killed 20 students and six faculty members. Throughout the years, Jones called Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook shooting, a as fake as a $3 bill, claiming that the tragedy was staged by the government in order to take away America's guns. Jones falsely claimed that the victims were actors who faked the massacre. The record clearly supports the plaintiff's argument that the defendant's conduct was intentional and malicious and certain to cause harm by virtue of their infrastructure, ability to spread content, and massive uh, audience, including the Info Warriors, the judge wrote in the 45-page ruling referencing the name for Jones's fans. Responding to the new damages on his show Thursday, Jones called the award ridiculous and a joke, saying that he has little money to pay for damages per the AP. Uh, well, of course I'm laughing at it, Jones said. It Well, actually, let me say, <clears throat> of course I'm laughing at it, said Jones. It'd be like if you sent me a bill for a billion dollars in the mail. Oh man, we got you. It's all for psychological effect. It's all the Wizard of Oz. When we, when they know full well the bankruptcy going on and all the rest of it, it'll show what I've got and that's it. And I, I have almost nothing. The Wizard of Oz makes more sense than this dude. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, stop grasping at so much stars, you might as well bail hay. It's going to be your new job to pay off this debt, bro. <laughs> When George was uh, when Jones when George when Jones was ordered to pay nine hundred and sixty five million in October, former U.S. Attorney Harry Littman told Variety, "I just don't see how he winds up uh, how he winds up everything, but basically broke now for the rest of his life." Uh, in the defamation trial, Jones was found liable for violating Connecticut's Unfair Trade Practices Act by using lies about Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook massacre to sell products on his website under the law these there is no limit to punitive damages now keep in mind that he still has one more trial for this to go and it's back in texas so he's already been he's already been fined a bunch of times he's trying to move money around um uh, uh the prosecutors from both texas and connecticut have been saying that jones is possibly moving shit around uh to shell companies because apparently like he moved, um, he's moving money to a company that's owned by his parents. And there's another company called A something J, which is basically his first, la middle, and last initials, which everybody was like, that's just lazy. Um, and uh, he's trying to move it so it looks like he has less money. And the judge ordered him not to move any more money. Um, so we'll see if that takes. But yeah, so... He's got a lot. And the only one that's standing up for him right now, aside from his incompetent lawyers, is LinkedIn. Because I wrote an article for this and then sent it and it shares automatically to LinkedIn. And LinkedIn rejected it because it viol because apparently, because I one sentence I called him a piece of shit. Uh they they banned it because I was bullying the bully. So two wrongs don't make a right steve um <laughs> i mean linkedin's a weird place to post stuff like that anyway well it's I mean, because, because from um all this because it's basically one of my one of my things is writer so it's like yeah i guess writers. that makes sense yeah. i only go on linkedin if i'm looking for a job yeah yeah 
it's annoying. It's this <laughs> big fucking everyone's jerking each other off, and it's I'm like, yeah, a lot of inspirational bullshit, you know, yeah, post like, of like stupid, you know, it's like, yeah, you can you put your you put your stuff together, you can make a billion dollar business. Forget the fact that I had you know a million dollar in loans from you know my my rich family, but that you know, but still, without that million dollars, I wouldn't have been able to do this. But I had that million dollars, but you can do it without the million dollars. Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't even want a million dollars. I just want to be able to pay my rent. I'd want, you a, know? I want a million dollars so then I can just pay my shit and just kind of live. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's, you know, that's it. All right. So last up tonight, douchebaggery. So my douchebag, if, if you go to the store and you buy any kind of Tyson Foods product, and you mm-hmm. look at it and you go, God, the price went up a little bit. This is probably going to be the reason why, since most companies use any fucking reason to raise their prices, this is going to probably be um, the big reason. So this comes from uh, KNWA Fox News affiliate in uh, uh, Arkansas. Tyson Food Chief Financial Officer John R. Tyson was arrested early Sunday morning after becoming intoxicated and falling asleep in the wrong home. According to a preliminary arrest report, at approximately 2.05 a.m. on Sunday, November 6, Tyson, 32, was found asleep in a woman's bed at her home located at a home in the 400 block of North Mock Avenue. The woman called police when she arrived and found Tyson, whom she did not know. <laughs> She told dispatchers that she believes the front door was left unlocked, and that's how he gained entry. Upon arrival, police located Tyson in the back bedroom with his clothes in front of the bed and identified him through his driver's license. Police attempted to wake Tyson up and speak to him, but he could not verbally respond. After briefly sitting up, Tyson laid back down and tried to go back to sleep. The the report states that there was an odor of alcohol on his breath and and body and his movements appeared sluggish and uncoordinated. Tyson was arrested for criminal trespass and public intoxication and booked into the Washington County Detention Center and was released Sunday evening. Tyson was appointed to the CFO position on October 2nd. Wow, it just took him a month. And also serves as executive vice president. He is the son of of Tyson board chairman, John H. Tyson. We are aware of the incident and at this point, and this is a personal matter. We have no additional comments, said Burke Burles, uh, Derek Burleson, a spokesperson for Tyson Foods. So, obviously, he was released on bond, and that most likely means that every Tyson product will now go up to cover that. Because, <laughs> you know, inflation, you know. Uh, listen, we've all had a wild night, you know. I, I don't I mean, That's crazy, bro. Like, how can you be that rich and do some frat boy shit? I know, You don't right? got people with you? And you know it, what I mean? And like, still you're 30. Like you can, okay, 20, we can kind of be yeah. like, okay, you know. But, like I'm 37. I'm going to be 38 this month, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> sad laugh and cry at the same time. <laughs> and um, I could never get that drunk. Yeah. Like you, you got to know when to stop, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's, um, it's funny, too, because it's like, okay, and like obviously there are a couple of points that are missing from this story like yeah how did he get to that part does what he live to it did he did he live in the area because that's what i'm assuming unless he goes oh this looks like a hotel i'll just sleep it off and just kind of walk into somebody's house maybe he thought because he was the ceo of the tyson franchise he just owned every home like mm. they're all his yeah that's you know? that's possible too it might, 
Just, <laughs> he just owns been, everything. I'm I'm CFO. I can buy whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> so mine <laughs> is another one, just like last week. You don't quite know who the douchebag is. So um, so is this going to be part of like uh, Adam's puzzle uh, <laughs> puzzle series, story? Right? <laughs> no, it's pretty it's pretty obvious who the douchebag is. But there's some there's some funny twists in here. So um, this is from the daily mail but you know it's it's, it's not important it, you know um the 18 year, an 18 year old woman who was filmed pushing her teenage friend off a 60 foot bridge um has been charged with reckless endangerment prosecutors announced um the charge against taylor smith on friday after 16 year old jordan holgerson was left severely injured from the august 7th incident in washington state so this happened in august 7th um, however, she's finally been um, prosecuted. Um, so that, here's the so uh, what's her name? Taylor Smith is the first douchebag of this article. Okay, just in case you were keeping score, that's the first one. Not Jordan. Jordan's a victim. <laughs> um, the charge, first reported by ABC News, uh, has a punishment of up to a year in jail and a maximum fine of five thousand dollars. Oh no. Um, it comes after Taylor had earlier claimed that Jordan asked her to push her off the Molten Falls Bridge because she was scared. Prior to the charges being announced, by the way, there's a river under this bridge. I don't know why they're not mentioning that, but um, it's not like she's on off the freeway ramp or something. Um, prior to the charges being announced, extended video obtained by NBC News revealed the lead up to the ordeal and showed Jordan repeatedly saying stop and wait and for 15 minutes before Taylor pushed her. So she didn't ask to be pushed <laughs> off a bridge, surprisingly. <laughs> um, despite her hesitation, Taylor can be heard saying, just go. You promised you would do it, Taylor. I'm going to push you. Um, another quote. I don't care. I jump in there to save you. If anything happens, Jordan, I got you. Taylor said as, she tried to reassure her friend. She could be heard saying, stop talking just seconds before she shoved Jordan in the back, causing the teenager to belly flop into the water 60 feet below. Um, also, when when they say shove, they weren't playing, bro. They oh, yeah. violently shoved this Yeah, girl. I saw that video. Yeah. Um, or not they, she did. She did. There were other kids there, but they just weren't doing anything. Typical of most kids. <laughs> just standing there. Um Jordan was left with multiple broken ribs and punctured lungs as a result. Speaking publicly for the first time on Good Morning America on Friday, Taylor said she never thought about the consequences uh, and thought her friend would be fine. Um, she she wanted to jump and she was scared and she asked me to give her a push. I didn't think about the consequences, Taylor said. I've apologized several times, but I haven't been able to see her in person. I went to the hospital. I got asked to leave. I wasn't allowed to see her. I never intended to hurt her ever. I'm really sorry it turned out that way. I just pray she heals. How fucking mor moronic are you to think you can push someone 60 feet above a body of water and they'll be fine? Yeah. How many you just play GTA all day? Like <laughs> um and, it, and, and when she fell, she didn't fall like you do in those in the no, video she was games flailing, where you're terrified. You know, you know when you're falling life. straight down and the arms kind of do this move like up she and down. Swan dives. <laughs> yeah. She was cuz she was even kind of crooked and she was flailing her arms and you heard her scream because yeah. she didn't know she was going <laughs> to fall. She didn't know she was about um, to die. <laughs> it comes as Jordan's uh Jordan's friends 
reveal that when they sent Taylor a text message after the incident asking what happened, the 18-year-old responded, I was there but didn't see full what happened. So Taylor stay lying. Like everything she's saying is she's trying to cover her own ass. We don't care about this fucking useless bitch. Jordan, who has been released from the hospital and is recovering at home, spoke out earlier this week saying she would like her friend to sit in jail for what she did. While family members had said Jordan initially didn't want to see her friend charged, the 16-year-old has since had a change of heart and she continues to recover. Um, Now that I've thought about it more, I'm kind of wanting her to sit in jail and think about at least what she did, (laughs) Jordan said in an interview. Probably because all her friends are telling her she's out here lying. Um, While Taylor has apologized and said she feels really bad about what happened, the injured teen doesn't believe it is enough. I have five broken ribs, and we just found out I have another broken rib, and I had two punctured lungs, Jordan said. I'm in a lot of pain. In the mornings, it's the worst. It hurts to breathe. My side hurts. My shoulder hurts. I can't even get up. Um, I'm probably going to be re- be recovering for the rest of the school year. Clark County Sheriff's Office uh, finished its investigation earlier in the week and forwarded the case to the prosecutor's office for appropriate charging. Um, authorities say said Taylor had been cooperating with the investigation. I mean, of course she is. Initial footage of the of the shove. Blah blah blah. blah. Daily Mail goes on too long. Basically, this is what happened with everything. Okay, she comes in, and um, they she, she did no jail time. I think. I think she got what was it? They don't even say, but she got like no jail time. Everybody was a fucking jackass. In this situation, like, I don't give a fuck how old they were. They're smart enough to know not to shove someone off a fucking bridge. Not only that, you know she knew not to do it because she stayed lying, saying, oh, she asked me to shove her because she was hit. Shut the fuck up. No one is going to say, hey, shove me off this bridge real quick. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't have the guts to shove me. It's like, it's foolishness. Yeah. And you can tell in the video that she wanted to come like so she's kind of hanging off the bridge, standing there, but she's over the railing. There was a couple times where she turned around like she wanted to come back. And not only that fucking Taylor bribe, but the other ones like, no, 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 no. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? With friends like these, you know? Yeah. So I'm happy that she's recovered. Um, I feel bad or obviously um kind of ruined her senior year. Uh, but that's the least of her worries. She's alive and she's um, has her mental facility f- faculties. You know, a, a fall like that, you could you could lose your fucking senses. So, fucking Jesus! If anyone shoves me off a bridge and I live to tell the tale, I'm fucking murdering. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> Jesus! There's some pictures on the uh, on the thing too. Her legs all fucked up and. You know, people. There are some people that think like if you fall into water, you'll be fine. It's like no, water hurts. Yeah, water does. Water does a lot of hurting. It has surface tension. Yeah. You know, and if you if you f- fall on it flat like she did, you just spread that surface tension. <laughs> it's gonna fucking hurt. Yeah. You know, I, it's I, if she would. I think if she would have known she was falling and she would have kind of lined it up, she probably wouldn't have at least have as much damage. But because she was terrified and she was flailing around, yeah, and then she, and also top on top of that, she had no idea she was be going to be thrown out that way, right? And yeah. believe me, I know for a fact too, because when I was doing cable and I had that accident where I fell off the the light pole, you don't once the fall happens, you it, 
you don't know what's going on. Like you, you black out. You know what I mean? It's it's you don't have time to respond. You're so oh, fucking terrified. So you're you're calling it a fall now. You used to call it when you jumped. <laughs> I never jumped off that pole. Um, I'm tired of this. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> that was stricken from the record. <laughs> No, it's fucking LA's crappy fucking infrastructure where things are falling out of the fucking poles. LA's falling apart, by the way, if anybody wants to know. <laughs> um, excuse me, I live in LA and I already knew that. So, <laughs> right. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I'm climbing up this pole. I'm just on the pegs, you know, da 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 da. And I put all my weight on one one peg and the peg just comes out like it was in butter and i was like huh <laughs> <laughs> he li- it literally fell out from underneath it he looked straight ahead h- held up this sign like wildy coyote and said <laughs> <Yeah>. help <laughs> <And it> just dropped. <laughs> um, so like i said I'm, I'm glad she's okay and yeah. i think the taylor chick should be um punished a bit more severely you know what? Uh, I think she should be taken to that bridge and they just pushed off. Shoved the fuck off it. <laughs> yeah. You know, a little tit for tat sometimes. <laughs> you know, the Bible says eye for an eye, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hope um I don't know. Like at first I was kinda of, at first when I was hearing about it, I was kinda of like, Oh man, that sucks. You know, for both of them because the kid's probably just an idiot. You know, mm-hmm. but then I started hearing about the lion and how she was trying to kind of get everyone on her side when her friend was in a hospital bed yeah you know i was like oh so this person's just a piece of shit yeah it's the look at me i'm i'm hurting too even she though- shoved the fu- i'm watching the video she shoved the fuck out of that girl <laughs> you thought she like, caught Jesus. her you, you, you thought she caught her boy her girl cheating with her uh, her boyfriend like that's how kind of how i saw it as it was so it's just weird bro like fucking teenagers are dumb Teenagers are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them, but these ones. No, <laughs> I, I can make a universal call. They they're shit. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't like teenagers when I was a teenager. Yeah, I wanted to kill myself too. You know, I was like, going, I don't. <laughs> just, it's like I look at myself in the mirror and go, God damn, you're useless. What the fuck are you even doing here? <laughs> and it wasn't in that whole, oh, you're so useless. No, it was just like, God, you're really useless, dude. Like the fuck. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We have no ads so we can be editorially independent and we can only do that with your support. So if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out monetarily, you can share the show with your friends, rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can. This will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Trust me. Never trust somebody who says trust me. <laughs> and you can check out all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Trek in canonical order with a bit of a twist. And you can find it pretty much wherever you found this one. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us, themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking, so you don't have to. <laughs>